Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. We're back from our tour and we're going to talk about all the games we went to and all the ones we didn't. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, brought to you by DraftKings. Thank you very much for joining us today. We are very excited. My name is Jimmy Trevor in California. Jake in the Bronx with producer BBD in the corner. How's everyone doing? We woke up in Philly this morning. Me, Jake, BBD, and Zach. We drove to New Jersey, returned the RV, Jake, BBD, Zach got a ride right to the office. I came Mm. home, and now we are back to work talking baseball. Trevor, how have you been since we saw you last? James, thank you for asking. I've been great. Got back to my role as dad back home, Uh, but I did miss being in that RV with you guys. I saw you in Pittsburgh and in Philly. And Chicago getting the red carpet treatment everywhere. Are you guys famous? Like, are you legit famous right now? I'm the most famous. It was unbelievable watching you guys. I'm the most famous person in the world, is what I've been telling people. I I don't disagree. Like, people like you, Jake. It's it's a weird thing because I think you're semi-repulsive. But people love you. Yeah. I know. People have said I'm SR before. But, no, I mean, Jake's jesters are strong. Uh, once you're once you're in this tangled web, it's it's tough to leave. But man, good good to be back in the office. I missed the Friday recap at before the road mm-hmm. trip, so this is whoo. It's been a minute. Good to be back. We're kind of building up for the playoff run, boys. We're kind of the White Sox right now. Like we kind of we we got it in. We had some fun. Now it's gonna be like let's fine tune it. Let's get ready. You know, we'll take our turns doing the ALNL and Isle, and when the playoffs get mm. here, you know, Lance Lynn, Kimbrel, Hendricks, game over. You really you, think so? I before really we get to so. James, can you address us, please? Like, I didn't like not being addressed. James, Trev, BBD, everyone live in the chat. Yeah, you opened it up to the Jester, so I had to address them first. Uh, Jake's Jester's strong bunch. Um, man, let's get it. Jim, how are, how, how are you? We've been sleeping together. The rumors are true. Yes. Yeah, a lot of good nights. I'm good. I'm eating a PB&J. My nephews are here. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> you, want honest, you want an honest answer here? What do you want? I'm tired, man. We maybe five hours of sleep a night. It's so funny when we go on these trips because people try to say like, oh, well, you know, just schedule a call here. And it's like, no, we're busy. And I think people think we're joking, but yeah, it's it's 7 a.m. till 1 a.m. every day nonstop there. But there's so much fun. It was really fun meeting people. We met one kid who did a stretch off with Jake yeah. Trevor. Shout out Charlie. Also brought the picture of Jake when he looked uh, not like himself, when he looked like a ooh, like a big uh, oof, my hunchback oh, oh, family picture. My hunchback yeah. family pick. Yeah, yeah he brought it and picture. signed it. Yeah, yeah, he brought it. Jake signed it. Then they did a stretch off. There's a lot of fun. It was cool going city to city. It's always cool meeting people that listen to the show and hang out and uh, say like, "Yeah, man, you guys fill my days." It's always awesome. Really, also cool to just like 
we were just around the bullpen and then the outfield for the Rockies and some guys come over and players and they're like, love it. Love the stuff, man. Like the, the Diamondbacks bench coach is a bench coach pipe. Yeah. Is his colloquial name. It's like he, he dropped a what is you doing, baby? It was like, Jake, he goes like as soon as we arrived in uh, PNC Park, we went to the Diamondbacks dugout and he just like he was waiting for us, I think. Yeah. And he he just goes, Jake, you driving in the rain like you could have crashed that thing. What is you doing, baby? (laughs) It's funny. (laughs) So that's always cool. I said I told him that was the first funny thing Trevor's ever done on the show. So I'm glad he was paying homage to that. I do want to give you a shout out, Jim. Oh, okay. Because we always tell people you're a hard worker, but nobody really sees the behind the scenes. Mm. Like we're doing stuff for the field all day. Then when you get a free minute, you're editing breakdowns. Uh, what do you got? Like ten in the chamber right now, or something ridiculous like that? Like yeah, I gotta you get don't stop. When when Jake and I get a little break, you're going. So we appreciate the hard work, and I know everybody does because we sure. did have. So it was really cool meeting like legitimate fans. I, I feel like sometimes I'm just in this own little world where I just talk to you guys. Yeah, we have the chat, but then to be able to go out in the real world and meet people, it's pretty cool, man. Yeah. I thought I thought something you said, Trev, that I think people that listen to the podcast cuz you're you're basically kind of supporting the fans is when we were in Milwaukee, you said that you wish active players would take a game in from the stands like incognito or whatever. Just because I think the word you said was just to see that it actually really means a lot to fans. And then sometimes that yeah. gets lost when you're in the everyday of grinding and trying to stay a big leaguer and perform. But I thought it was cool to hear your perspective of that, of like the dip, seeing the different side of it. Yeah. I mean, people they come to the park, they're excited for it. I mean, they save a lot of money to go to these games. And I think that's kind of what really hits me is like, you're bringing a family and you're making a sacrifice to go to the game players. I mean, I know it's your livelihood too, uh, but you're there to entertain. And like, I don't know, man, it is just different getting that point of view. Cause I understand it from both sides now. Like I know that you're like, when you're a player, you're grinding, like you said, Jim, but every once in a while you got to stop and look around and see, like you can make a, a difference in a young kid's life. Like, think about, like, your first big leaguer you met. You probably remember who it is. That's crazy talk. I don't remember shit from my youth, really, you know, but I remember baseball games and stuff like that. So it's important, man. My neighbor was uh, Ventura. No, no, no. Nope. Not Robin Ventura. Valentine. Valentine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ted, Ted Lilly, first sign ball. Never forget that. Ted Lilly slinging it from the left side. And on the other side of it, like, shout out. Shout out to the fans because, uh, you know, just even going back to the Philly game we were at last night, like when Bryce came up, like fans, like, let's go. And they were even bumping like the people they were with. Like, this is Bryce Harper. He's still putting it on the line for us. Like, you clap for him. <laughs> that's that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That being said, you guys want to get right into it? Ooh, Jim, lead so. us off. Lead us off, King. I got the NL today. We Go saw off, some of King. these games. We saw some of these games. A lot of these DVD, games. Whenever Ooh, you uh, got the music, I am ready to go. Your NL How do you feel recap. about the DH, Jim? The DH is important. Important. <laughs> I sometimes. Sorry, I dropped no, that. no. Some here's the thing. Sometimes I I use words that other people take seriously, and I don't like the word idiot. And I've been getting in trouble with that forever. Like I call. 
people idiots and I don't really mean it. It's just like, oh, you're such an idiot. A lot of people take that like whole put much more weight in that word. I the young kids that are defending pitchers hitting on Twitter to me. I want to say the meanest things, but then I know that they support us and like us, so I won't, but I can't understand it. One of the biggest things I can't understand in the world is people that defend having a guy who legitimately does not practice hitting or care about it at all be part of the lineup, and you give NL pitchers four free outs yeah, a game. Well, two. I would say two free outs than any of the pinch hitters, but it's it's – I'm glad you like you were there. Like, I want to be real mean. How. I want to be like, dude, if you have this opinion, like we're not friends, but I obviously we can be friends. Nothing's that important at all. But old people, it's fine. But like when I see there's some young kids defending it, I'm like, what are you? What is you doing? Okay. All right. Let's do the end. Sorry. Here we go. The Mets ended their 13-game stretch of games against the Giants and the Dodgers. They get swept by they get swept by the Giants. Pre-game, they get absolutely slaughtered. That's a lot. They get absolutely slaughtered in game one, eight nothing. Lose the next two, both three to two. Man, Crawford go ahead, two run double in the seventh of game two. Rojas's, Rojas catches Keith for pulling Walker, going to loop before the Crawford hit. The crowd is chanting fire Rojas. Oh, no. Alonzo was up with the game on the line. Jake and I watched that. Did not come through. The Mets are optimistic that the Grom will be able to return to the second half of September. And Syndergaard, Guillermo start rehab assignments soon. But the Giants continue the roll, and the Mets are done with their hellish stretch. They did not farewell. I think they lost like four of them by one run, but still. Dodgers and the Padres, they meet up for three games and the Dodgers do the Padres the same way the Giants did the Mets. They sweep them in three games. The Padres offense is like the story of bait on a little little way right now. They had a 0-9-0 batting average as a team in these three games. They had a 2-11 on base percentage. They were absolutely horrible. Their approaches are really tough to watch, just like weird. There was a long 16-inning game. Blake Snell absolutely dealt. Pollock had four hits, a home run, and a triple. No Padres for three hits. Dodgers just are in absolutely going to win in just roll mode. The Brewers and the Reds made up. The Reds still thought they had a chance at the division. The Brewers reminded them, you don't, but enjoy the wild card. Brewers take game one. They take game two, and they lose game three. Sonny Gray with another absolutely great outing to salvage the sweep. Uh, they lose the series, but they do not get swept. Woodruff goes six shutout innings with 10 Hayes. Adamas, our dude, exits game one, sits two and three with quad discomfort. Brewers rolling on, but also getting a little banged up as they do. Rockies and Cubs, they played three sets. The Cubs took two out of three. We were supposed to be at one of these games. We did not get to go. Cubs starters were bad. Their relievers were also bad. Rocky starters were worse. Their relievers were also worse. Because the wind was blowing out, our dude half has five hits, three extra base hits, a big three-run home run off our new friend, Bard. McMahon with the go-ahead two-run home run in the 10th of game three. But half centered the extras. Contreras could return Friday. Haven't heard thought about him in a while. How about that? Story exits game three after aggravating a leg injury. The Marlins took 
two out of three from the Nationals, and the Pirates took two out of three from the D-backs. D-backs avoid the sweep because we were in the building to help them. Our show is short, but we like it. And Peacock is cool. Ironbacks, reliever. And there you go. That's your NL recap. Trevor, I think I know why your mic blows when you blows out when you do the recap. That was hauntingly loud. The what was it? The music? The music. Yeah, it was really loud. That's particularly yeah, loud this time on the final mix. Oh. It was not much louder than normal. It was really loud at the beginning, and I dropped it a lot. Oh, okay. But we got there. Yeah, that's what happened in the NL. I mean, that's Padres, cool. I think, are the main story. If you want to start off with them, mm. they're they fire their <laughs> pitching coach. They're losing like crazy. Their best hitter, I think, right now is Will Myers, who's like, they. that's not who they would guess if you asked. They're no one's hitting. Um, man. And they're we, uh, they're we talked stretch. about it a little bit today on baseball today. You hit the, the 90 batting average against the Dodgers, but it goes further back than that, Jim. I think they're like <clears> 2 and 12 or two and 14 in the last 16 games, something like that. And they're hitting like a 180. Like it just, they haven't hit. They have not hit. Fire the pitching coach. Sure, whatever. But spark the offense, dude. And a lot of people are wanting me to say these dudes are dead. I'm not going to say they're dead. They just got Darvish back. They need the offense to click. They need to go. They're not dead yet. Yeah. My dad used to have this saying, one foot in the grave, one on a banana peel. Maybe they're there, but they ain't dead. <laughs> I like that saying. Love that. Yeah, no, I mean, the Padres aren't dead dead. It, it sucks. I mean, you know, when the first series after the All-Star break, we thought the Reds blew it when they lost to the Brewers. And now look what, what they're at because of the Padres. You know, the Yankees totally turned their season around. So they got to find it. They fired Larry, scapegoated him a little bit. Uh, Darvish is back. People are saying he should have had seven strikeouts last night and not six. Um, gambling pod. Yeah, man, mm. I, I always reference my Fangraph's uh, overall power rankings in last seven, and I don't know how they do it, and that's why I like it. Um, none of their starters are in the top 172 baseball players over the last week. That's problematic. That's problematic. This team's supposed to slap Tatis, get it going, Crone Zone, Machado, um, Grisham, fam. Like, they need that, and hey, you know, Snell's been doing better, right? Uh, yeah, Darvish is back. Home. So, like, get those big boys in the rotation going. Musgrove's mm-hmm. season is good. They're not dead, but they're spiraling, and you got to – they need a tourniquet. They need to have a good road trip here because they go play the Angels, and then they have three against our D-backs. So – Jake Snakes, baby. Well, people are saying the D-backs haven't lost when I've been at a game. Lot, I've me. heard people saying that. Yeah. Let me uh, pose this question to you. This is C Rose asked this. I mean, I'm curious on uh, your guys' take. Sure. Do you think not getting Scherzer and Turner and then seeing them go to the Dodgers mentally broke the Padres? I feel like if player Trev gets asked that, he kind of scoffs at the question. I think that's a lot of fun fan fodder that I would I love those types of storylines, so I buy into them. I don't know how real they are, but I think that Padres fans may have been broken and and 
they probably should have went after some pitching, but it's hard because they have so much pitching that it's not healthy. So then you're going to have so much if you just keep chasing the depth. But what the difference is, they just don't have depth. Like, yeah, struggling, and the Dodgers could have someone struggle, and they just pull up a AAA player and he'll rake for a little bit. But the Padres, to build this team, sold the farm. So when these guys are slumping or these pitchers get hurt, they don't have that, like, replacement depth because they, they sold, they traded everyone. I think Padres fans would fight back a little bit on that. They kept a lot of their top prospects throughout, but a couple, you know, those guys aren't ready yet. And they've got their dudes. They just have to perform. And if they don't, you know, I, looking at their stats on the season, you know, OPS, they're 15th in the league, middle of the pack. ERA, they're 17th from their starting pitchers. Like, if you put their stats on paper, what they have this year is a good bullpen. And the other stuff has been very average. So, hey, what do we got, boys? A little over a month left, six weeks. You have a good six weeks, Padres. You can come to the dance. Otherwise, look at the Yankees. Look at those Yankees, Trev's Yanks. I don't know, man. Do you guys want to be reminded I will, I will of say the Padres' that. schedule? I mean, they might be in the WAP. It's going to be really tough. It's going to be tough. Yeah. I will say this. Houston, Dodgers. At, at Dodgers, at San Fran, at St. Louis, San Fran again, Braves, Dodgers, San Fran. That's the rest of their season. Run the gauntlet, babe. Got to get hot. They're two games back of a wild card. I cannot consider you dead two games back of a wild card. Especially after and regarding, they sweep the Angels and take two out of three from the Snakes. They'll be back in the wild card next week. Oh, baby. Regarding uh, player Trev scoffing at it, I don't know, man. Like Because remember, it was... It was <laughs> It was a Kenny Rosenthal tweet that said it was done, basically. So you go from getting Scherzer on your team and high-fiving and hugging, like, let's go, boys. We're about to make a run, to not only you guys missing out on him, but him going to the freaking Dodgers with Trey Turner. That does hurt, dude. Like, yeah, you can say we rally around the guys in our clubhouse. I get it. But knowing the Dodgers just reloaded their clip? Hmm. I don't know, man. I think it. I think there is a little bit of mental anguish there that comes along with it, coinciding with Tatis getting hurt and then their offense, man. Damn. Well, I think this is the first time. I agree with you guys. They're only two games out. They're not dead yet. If everything clicks, they can get rolling. But that schedule is so hard that this is the first time you can say the Padres can finish below 500. Mm. That's on the table. Two weeks ago, three mm. weeks ago, a month ago, it wasn't even a factor for me. Baseball reference has their... Worst case at 79 and 82, and their best case at 88 wins. And I think they're predicting them for like 83 wins. So that's crazy. There's like really sliding, and the schedule is so hard. It's go or don't. Go or don't. The Dodgers on the other side of that series uh, just win. Bueller's nasty. Held Bueller's nasty. Those same Padres we're talking about, and you know we just kind of pooped on them a little bit because they deserved it. But coming to the season, if there's one thing they could do, it's hit. Held them to an 090 batting average. What is that? It's a joke. Think about the guys they had to face, Jake. Walker Bueller, like just Cy Young after Cy Young after Cy. And these guys are just. Because the Dodgers pivoted. I mean, there's some, like, injuries, but then they saved all these guys, you know? 
Urias goes five innings pitch, zero earned runs. Then they unload the bullpen on him. Uh, then game two, Blake, uh, no, no, uh, Walker Bueller goes 6.2, zero earned runs. Then they unload the bullpen in a 16 inning game. Does that phase the Dodgers? No, because they have Max Scherzer that pitches deep into the eighth inning. And that's where the other and Shane Green, who they just picked up for funsies. The the other side of that is how demoralizing baseball can be. You lose to Urias, and you're saying, okay, well here's Bueller and Scherzer. You take the Bueller game, sixteen innings. <laughs> you know they they could have had that. Instead, you lose the sixteen, or you've lost the series. And there's Mad Max staring at you down the barrel. Uh, what a fun time. Yeah, crazy. Dodgers um, are good. Dodgers Guess are good. who's better? The Giants. the Giants. Listen to listen to this ridiculous stat. Ridiculous stat alert. Ridiculous stat alert. Dodgers, last 30 games, they're 22 and 8. That's nice. They should be gaining some ground. Guess what the Giants are? 22 and freaking 8. Mm. Dodgers, last 20, 17 and 3. 17 and 3. We got to gain a few games in the last 20. The Giants, 16 and 4. You play 17 and 3 ball and you gain one freaking game in the standings. That is. Golly. I know Posey came out of the game. Is he okay? Because that could change things, but the Giants are they're unstoppable. Gabe Kapler, more on him later. Mm. Mm. Yeah, who who pitched for the Giants here? It was oh like Long, Cueto, and Wood. You know, the Mets didn't even get the studs. You can't even say what is you doing, baby, to the Mets because well, they're dead, so they won't be able to respond to you. You almost just feel bad. You want to say, like, it's okay, baby. Mm. What? What? So, Jake, going into this road trip for the Mets, yeah, you were very much looking at the schedule, saying that the rest of the season's easier. I believe mm. you. You were. Your advice was just saying, survive the road trip. Survive the road trip. And then what we're at right now, yeah, they pretty much did not. It, yeah, I was going to ask, did they did they survive the road trip? And they're hanging on with team. one finger because they have what is it? It's Nats and Fish coming up for the next twelve, I think. So we're yeah. we're currently at Mets. Hope we can talk about you in two weeks. If you take care of your business over the next twelve games, you pull off an eleven and one. You pull off a ten and two. We might be able to talk about you, but. As you noted, Jimmy, the schedule after this does get hard again. They have a cakewalk for a little bit. You have to put up a crazy 10 or 2 or better. What are we even talking? They're 61 and 60 freaking 6, you guys. But they're, well, they went 2-11 and 11 in those 13 games. They didn't survive. There's no fingers left. Mm. Those are gone. They've rotted. They're in the ground. The fingers they're, rotted. The bones turned to ash, down to the ground, plant some soil. Life goes on, but 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 We're all tomorrow's food. Trev, they are they do have do math for me. They have fourteen games coming up against two teams again, Washington mm-hmm. and Miami. Now, when we were at Milwaukee, the Brewers told us that the Nats team is actually pesky and like not fun to play because they're a bunch of young guys trying to prove it. Let's say the Giants flip the or the Mets flip the script. They went two and eleven, right? So let's say they go 
uh, 13 or they go 12 and two. Now that's crazy. I don't think they could have that in them, but say they do that. What would their record be? If they just roll maybe four games over 500, whatever that is. I don't know. They, if they know go that. 12 and two, they would be 73 and 68, which you need the Braves to slow down a little bit, but the Phillies are on a death March. Like, you know, the Braves, the, the Mets are seven and a half back of the Braves and bad. even further back of the wild card. Can I ask something, please? Is this race, which the Braves are kind of up now, uh, much to do, much to do about nothing? Like, is does any of these East teams have a chance in the postseason? Yes, the Braves do. They do, because I think their pitching is. Like with Yanoa back and looking good, I think they have a chance. Max Fried more and it's it's Ion Anderson's coming back. Morton's look good. Yeah. Especially a five game series. I mean, kinda anything can still happen in baseball in five games. I'll say this. The Mets, they need to go nuts and hey, I hope we can talk about you in two weeks, Mets fans. No promises. The Braves next week, they're hosting those Hibido Gigantes, and then they're going to play the Dodgers. So would it shock any of us if the Braves threw up a one in five this next week? Um, so hey, take care of your business, Mets, and hopefully we can talk about you. And hopefully the Braves eat bugs. Yeah, chaos. We want chaos. Um. All right, Marlins, Nats. They played. Uh, Pirates, D-backs. They played. Good games. That's not not nice, you guys. What are we going to do, Trev? You know, there's there's only so many hours in a show. Mm. You want want two minutes on the clock for your Pirates, D-backs, Marlins, Nats thoughts? I think Pirates, D-backs deserve a little bit of something. They were nice to you guys. I think uh, my boy Gilbert pitched. Yep. You guys, were you talking to him? Who were you talking to from the Snakes? Novello and uh, Pipe. We did did some... That was in the bullpen? Yeah. Okay. We did, did some flirty stuff with uh, Estrubal Cabrera. Yeah. Because um, he's an absolute sex pistol. Jake tipped his Pirates hat to uh, Ascaps, and then he kind of just oh. nodded back and said, yeah. I mean, you gave him this one? I gave him... No. No, I did the, I, I did the hat off to you, sir. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Respect. I was showing respect to I the legend. Then we then we looked at Ascap's baseball reference and we're like, holy smoke. Trev, guess guess his OPS plus fifteen year fifteen years he's been in the bigs. Fifteen he's this played is, in fifteen different seasons. I don't know like the actual games. I OPS plus? Yeah. Easy one. Easy guess. I think it's gonna be like right around league average. Put a number to it. Jake was one off. 98. 98. 105. Nice. Yeah. He's had some good years. He's had some good years for sure. Dude, his like slash line is it was like 262, 330. His recent years are good too. Like, he had some that's homer for, that's, years. That's over 15 seasons. Ooh, play the game. Let's do the career salary. I have no idea. Ooh. I'll pull it up. As Drupal Cabrera's bank account. Now we're talking. Did he ever sign up? Did he ever get deal? the payday? I think he might have gotten a couple, like a couple year thing. Yeah, he Maybe had to. He money, had to get a good. How two, many years, Jim? He had to get a good two, three year. So he's he's played parts of um, fifteen years. In tw- he came up in two thousand seven as a twenty one year old, played in forty five games, 
since then he's 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 been a starter. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put it at a pretty decent number. I'm gonna put it like at 50 m. I was gonna say like 42. Okay, 50 and 42 is what you guys are both guessing. Aaron guesses. Uh, career to date 64. Ooh, Ooh, baby, let's go. That's cheese, man. But he's Good yeah job. he's only he's only made ten in a season once. His last year of arbitration with the Indians, it looks like. Why did someone say hit the passing button? What's up, BBD? You slack? You slacking? No. Uh, the only passable thing I saw was draw Dyson to the Blue Jays. Oh, claimed off waivers. I don't know if something else. Uh, Ass cabs to the Reds as we're talking about him. Is that real? Wait, what? No way. Oh, that did just happen. I j- no way. A tweet what? one minute ago. I hadn't. Excuse me for not looking at Twitter. Wow. One minute ago, ass cabs to the to the Reds. We're talking about career ass cabs, and he's going to the Reds. Wow. Confirmed wow. Postseason for the Reds. Wow. Dude, I thought they couldn't do those now. It, it's got to be a free agent signing, right? Or or did he get designated or something? Yeah, like he that? got designated. Yeah. He can still do waiver stuff. I forget what the stipulations are now, but I think they like have to be straight up waiver claims, and you can't like do a trade. Hmm. Okay. So team, okay. I think teams do like back alley deals and stuff. How about that? Speak but, of the yeah, devil. I think those go through the thirty first of this month, and in September there's none. Yeah. Good for him, John Boy's Reds. Yeah. Hell yeah. Had a boy. So John Boy's got the Reds. Jake, you don't really have a contending team for your NL team. I'm. Are you gonna go Brew Crew? You can go Brew Crew. No, we're all nice. collectively Brewers. Yeah, uh, I am too. Yeah, but I'm my NL team's the Braves right now. Okay. Well, I've, Who's your I've team always been the on the Giants coaching staff. <laughs> More on them. Later. More on them later. Uh, uh, well, Reds, we didn't really talk about. They they don't they lose the series to the Brewers. I mean, they faced. They faced the law firm in Woodruff and Burns, and they lost both those games. So <laughs> what are you going to do? Those guys are good. And I think maybe maybe the best quote from our trip was from Brett Anderson, Trev's new friend, Brett Anderson, yucking yeah, it we're up. Friends. We, ended our, we ended our beef. Uh, and we were talking about baseball athleticism, and Brett Anderson pointed to his left elbow to his left hand, and he said, this is the only part of me that's athletic. Everything else is just trying to keep up. I'm athletic from about <laughs> here to here. <laughs> Which was, that was a really good line. I liked meeting him and hearing his cadence and his voice. I needed this. I needed to put that on his tweets. Mm. And now I appreciate his Twitter more. He's salty. He, he did it. greet you with a, there's the guy who hit the triple play off me. <laughs> yeah, he really, can't. Which was really Guns good. blazing right away. <laughs> mm. uh, well, he, dude, that was the nicest thing you could have done for him. He was in a jam. Yeah. He owes you a stake, I think. I think I could hit Homer off in like two day. Yes. Yeah. Why not? Lefty. You're lefty. You're gonna bat lefty against him, guys. Jerry Blevins, Brett Anderson, Dallas Braden, Bruce Chen. Cubs, Rockies. Uh, Cubs were super nice to us too, but the game got rained out, so that was a little bit of a bummer. How was Happer? Happ's a stud, man. He is a stud. Good looking kid. Good build. Mm-hmm. 
Like, he, yeah, Hab's funny. I mean, we had him on this very podcast. Yeah. I'm sure you listen, Trevor. We sat in yep. the park. The cicadas were chirping. Chirping. No, mm-hmm. Hap's great. I mean, he's got like a very subtle sense of humor. Coach Ballgame actually got him cackling yeah. a couple times in a video coming out on John Moy Jake TV. We were playing some games with them. But uh, then he goes, we told him, we said, hey, man, Daniel Bard came up to us, said he loves our stuff. So just take it easy on him. Legit, I think it's on camera conversation I had before the game. So take it easy on him because Bard's a fan. And then Hap hits a three-run game-tying home run off mm. of him. It's like, Hap, do you understand what take it easy on him means? Mm-mm. We know you got homers in the back. Just save it. Bard's on the mound. He's a friend. Oh, that's funny. Big time. People people oh. really love the ad reads in the, in the Ian Hap interview. Go check those out. Yeah, Jake was rapping. Whoops. Whoops. Ah, let's go to the go? AL. Hold on. Just one, one quick question. Okay. Reds Brewers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Reds are a half game up. No, wait. They're two games up of San Diego right now. And then the other closest team would be the Cardinals at four and a half games back. So it's are we calling it a two-horse race right now? I think so. My, my whole thing with the Cardinals, uh, they're my current Mets, you know, they had an easy schedule, go win enough so you could be in the conversation. They're barely around, but I think they've got a brutal schedule. Uh, and didn't Flaherty got banged up, right? Yeah, bad shoulder. Um, I talked to him a little bit about it, but he's sucks for him. Yeah. Thir- third start back from coming back from the um, oblique, so good vibes this week. Oh, St. Louis has Pittsburgh this week. Make some noise, St. Louis. Okay, okay. Jake's got all teams still in. That's not true. Make some noise. Phillies are so dead, and they're a half game back of St. Louis. And you think the Phillies are dead? So dead. Really? Sorry. Gibby, god damn it, he's our friend. That's so mean. I'm not not, uh, claiming them dead just yet. Okay. Because they have Gibby. If they start Gibby every game, I think they'd have a chance. I don't know about that. I think that actually hurts them. I don't think he's built up for I that. I think he is. Oh, wow. he's going to be mad at you now. That's kind of Trev's ERA thing. Oh, man. I, I hurt his feelings there. Texting with Gibby. the AL. Texting with Gibby was fun, Trev. I mean, he's a, I'm an exclamation mark guy. He's an exclamation mark guy. He's always happy. I've never seen that guy not happy. I love that. Okay. AL. Before, Jake's on it. Before we talk about the ale, can I tell you about Canna Dips a little bit? Oh, tell everyone mm. about all of it. From deep in the hills of Humboldt County, California, Humboldt. the coastal cowboys at Canna Dips have exciting news to share. You can now hang a huge honker of Humboldt County's finest without playing sneak at you from wife in the garage. Canna Dips is CBD tobacco, nicotine free people. That's good. Uh, tastes great, hundred percent all natural from California. Trev, I forget. Are you a California guy? California knows how to party. Get your can of dips. It's fast acting. Really works. Not another lotion or cream. This is man stuff. This is guys being dudes throwing a fat gonger and 
Also, girls can do it too. And ladies. They want. And ladies. Um, just going, Actually, just going off how they here. wanted the ad to come off, Trev. So uh, go eat a bag of butts. And while you're doing that, get 20% off anything on the site with promo code JOMBOY20. Pull your tin out at the office and slap it proudly in front of the senior execs. BBD, you can do that. Um, again, that's 20% off CanadipCBD.com. Promo code JOMBOY20 to take advantage of this. And, and whoa, a little bonus at the end. Until August 31st, Canadips is giving away 3 k in cash money for anyone to go to their favorite game of the year. Enter CanadipsCBD.com. Click on Game of the Year with Canadips. All I'm saying is why would you want to, like, not market to 50% of the population? I don't know. Okay. You can talk to their marketing team. I'm. Ladies can do it. That's all I'm saying. Ladies can dip. Oh. Boys, I'll tell you about the American League where they have John Boy's DH. Speaking of John Boy, his Boston Red Sox, they had a little makeup game with the Texas Rangers, and they went 8-4. This was a crazy game. Baseball moves quick, man. Nasty Nate was on the bump. And how about, God, Rafael Devers, that guy. Sexy, sexy, pretty little thing. Shaw with the walk-off slam a lemma ding dong There have been nine walk-off grand slams in baseball since the start of last season. Rangers have given up four of them. That's a stat. That is a stat. Uh, Red Sox, I believe they won that series because of it. Nate Dog dropped it. Make it regulate. Uh, the Blue Jays hosted the White Sox for four. And they split. Uh, Manoa versus Lynn. How's your beard and dick in game one? Holy Toledo. Cisim Barrios in game two. How's your curveball? Ray and Giolito. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Rodon and Ryu. Lefties. Uh, again, they go every other. Blue Jays, White Sox, Blue Jays, White Sox. Uh, White Sox mashed all series and their starting pitchers did it. The relief pitchers got hit a little bit. Simeon did his thing. Alejandro Kirk. With the go-ahead RBI in game three like that. Ryu struggling. Jim, you were on that. Uh, Yasmani could return this weekend, and so could George Springer. How about that? The Oakland Athletics hosted the Seattle Mariners for two. And oh boy, fellas. J.P. Crawford's Mariners win both games. Let's go, Mariners. Make us talk about you. Marco Gonzalez flexing where they're starting pitchers. Uh, they both did solid 284 ERA from the combination of them, but the relievers shut out the A's. How about that? Chris Flexen, Ty France. Ha ha ha! My guy, award winner Ty France. Game tying homer, and then Jake Bowers with the go ahead two run single in the ninth. I'll put some lead in your pencil. Let's go, Mariners. Red Sox picking back up with them. They take two out of three from Trevor Plouffe's twins. Uh, Chris Sale at the end. He does it again as the Sox put up some crooked numbers on the board. Crooked ways. Go check them out. Twins won the second game uh, in extras 9-6. That was another sad one. 
uh, in the bean. Holy smokes. But they take the series after they won the crazy first game, 11-9. A lot of hitting in this series. Like that. Twins-Red Sox adds up. Bang biscuit. Astros, they take two out of three as they'll never be Royals. Royals won the first game. Lynch, nice little outing by him, but the Astros bounce back 4 nothing, and then 6-5 in extras. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Uh, Breggy Smalls, he's back. You might hear about him in a little bit. Uh, Astros walked off game three on a ground out to the pitcher where he went to first instead of going home with it. That was the game-winning run. Hey, breakdown maybe with Merrifield hits, and that's obvious. So does Guriel, man. How about it? The Orioles take two out of three from the Angels. Oh, no, Angels. What is you doing, baby? Angels lose to a worse team. Orioles get rid of their losing streak. Cheese and rice, Halos. Uh, 14-8, 10-6, 13-1 were the scores of this series. Hey, get pitching. Any team in baseball, get pitching. It's important. And imported Marsh with seven hits, including his first career home run, and Joe Adele. So some Angels future right there. Maybe trade for a pitcher. Otani gets his 41st homer. Do we know how ridiculous that is? Uh, good job, Orioles. Santander and Mountcastle with two homers. Indians hosted the Rangers. They take two out of three. Rangers win game one because Hearn Hunge was on the mound, and that's obvious. And let's be honest, none of you really care. Indians hit this series. So did Texas, though. How about that? Yu Chang Chang. Four hits, two homers for my man, Taylor Hearn. Hot. And that's what happened in the AL. Thank you. Nice job, Jake. Thank boy. you. Thank you. Congrats, T. Hearn. First career win? As a starting pitcher, yes. As a, yeah, he got... Did he get a win as a reliever before? I believe before? so, yes. Yeah, but he's got two Obviously. this season. He's kind of nasty. I just I'm just going to congratulate him for being himself because you're a good pitcher. Wow. He's got a 2-3-4 ERA uh, since June 30th, so in everyone's hmm. face. Where are we starting? Taylor Hearn. Hearn. Just always yeah. Taylor Hearn. He's our guy. And he got a, he got a Whataburger ad deal? Yeah. So He's good. so tall. You know, when he, these tall people would command the room so much. Good for you. Fastball sits. I got I to gotta, I gotta hit off him in Blitzball. Fastball sits 95. Mm. Whoops. Whoops. I knew you were going to say that. Uh, Trev, what jumps out to you? You're my AL guy. Well, we got to give the Mariners the credit. Wow. I was going to say we need to start with the Mariners as well. Wow. We got to start with the Jake. Mariners, J.P. Crawford. The analogy, Jake, that you had where they're at the edge of the cliff and they're swinging, and then it's 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 been beautiful. Your analogy has played out because that first series win, they kind of fought back a little, right? Yeah. And then they got another one, and they kind of fought back like a little more, and now they're almost so far away from the cliff their back is still towards it. They haven't reversed field, yeah. but they're fighting. Like now, it's like the crowd is like, "Oh wow, they're in it now." Maximus, Maximus. Uh, Am I reading this right? They're one behind Oakland for the second wild card. Is that? Am I reading this right? I think they're 
Baseball reference, clean up your wild card standings. Two, what is going they're on? They're two behind Oakland. They're three behind Boston. Um, they're one behind Oakland. Yeah. They're three and a half games out of the second wild card, and Oakland's two and a half. Yeah. They're 69 and 59. No, see, you're looking, at the, you're looking at the same thing I am, Jim. Oh. They have, they have the White Sox listed in the wild card. But I don't know what's going on. Baseball reference. What is no, you doing, baby? I'm not looking. I'm not looking at that. Oh, I have I have Mariners record at 69 and 59. Oakland at 70 and 58. Yes, that is correct. Which means they're one game behind. That them. is correct. Yes, uh, man. Every wild oh, card website, get your ish together. MLB just took me. It is. They just took me to the wild card standings from two weeks ago. Why would I care no, about that is, ever? Dude, it's I a big deal in our life. Right yes. Now. That there's not a standard place to just find the wild card. The best place that I found is the stupid, what app is this? I hate this app, ESPN app. That's hmm. awful to navigate. But You're, that's the uh, best place I found to find the wild card, like up to date and easy to read. NBC Sports is what I'm on. Like, why do I have to go to NBC Sports to right? look at the wild card? I was at CBS Sports. Here's what I'll say about the Mariners. I've I've made my equation about the Cardinals make us talk about you. The Mets hope we can talk about you in two weeks. Mariners, you're making us talk about you. And guys, it sounds kind of dumb with six weeks of baseball left because we can we can play the oh this team turns on the switch, but we're scheduled guys. We've talked about that via Los Mets, via the Reds, via the Padres. They're playing the Royals this weekend. Handle your business. They've got two Astros series that are sandwiched with two Diamondback series. So if you can balance that out enough, like they kind of control their own destiny. Red Sox, Royals again, A's, Angels. Like the Mariners have a fighter's chance. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm looking for them. crazy right now. What are you looking at? Okay. Well, I'm just seeing who Ty France is. We don't talk about this guy enough. My fellow Frenchman, mm. who also is from California. California Frenchmen are hot in the streets right now. That's what people are saying. But the career numbers on this kid, and he's young, 27 years old, career 793 OPS in the majors. Guess what his career OPS in the minors was? Three years. 793. The guy's a banger. Yeah. Put me in a league. I'm going to hit. That's what Ty France is saying. 34th round draft pick Whoops. out of San Diego State. You hanging me bangs. Get to know him. Ty France. Mariners were doing fun stuff. I think, uh, I forget if it was right field or left field, but they had a bunch of people dressing up French. Uh, always a good time. We had some baguettes in the crowd. You got to love that. Mm. Oh, my God. That's what that yes, was? Yes, that was for Ty France. Love it. France we were watching place. at the we were there, watching but. at the casino and there's like four TVs on, and that one wasn't getting a lot of my attention. But I just kept seeing them holding those fake baguettes, and I had no idea what was happening. I thought it was just a family that brought. I bread think they to were the real baguettes. They were. You gotta so. love a real baguette. Yeah. No one had taken a bite out of any of them though. No. They're game baguettes. It's hard to hold a baguette mm. for that long and not take a bite. That's what they say. You, you're damn right. How long about do you that, think you Jim? would last, Jake? Um, I'd last probably five minutes. I mean, max. plain bread that that doesn't move the needle for me as much as other things. A nice French baguette. It's a French though. baguette. It's warm. 
It's not warm anymore. You just traveled beautiful. to the game with it. They're cold. They, they were them in the parking They were lot. clapping with them. You know they didn't bake those baguettes think, in the parking lot. I think they were fake. Trev's never had a parking lot baguette. Well, they, I think they were fake or they're not the bread at least. They would have had they would have had bites out of them. Good job, Mariners. France did help us in the Revolutionary War too. Big time. The Revolutionary War was basically a mercenary war between England and France. Actually, between German and France, because all the Brits was just all the Hessian armies, and then France was big time fighting for the Americans. Yeah. Gotta so, love that. Yeah. Viva la France. And they gave you guys your statue. Why did you say our guys? Yeah. That represents you, you New as Yorkers. well. Well, that statue represents all of America, not just. I agree with that, but like it's, I feel like it's New York's. They own it. Is Oakland in a the, sneaky death march that's not being talked about enough? I think people are talking about it. I was perusing all of the, uh, well, I don't know, media-wise. I was perusing all of the uh, subreddits on the drive this morning, just getting fans flavors what they're talking about their own team. And, yeah, the Oakland one was like, hey, guys, this ain't good. Five straight because L's. The Mariners yeah, are one game back behind them, them, and they have three more against the Yankees, who objectively are playing the, some of the best baseball right now. They're 12 straight. They lose a, a close one to the Yankees yesterday, Oakland, and the Mariners are a game behind. Like They're one wrong day from being tied with a division rival in the wild card. So, yeah, I think Oakland fans are a little bugging. Hmm. Yeah, they they're they're I think three and ten in the last thirteen, not playing well. It's not good, you know. Like these teams need to win, or if they don't win in Oakland, and even if they do win, but really if they don't win, you know what happens there. Guys are gone. Mm. Like turnover happens, and they have a nice little core there that you don't want to see that happen. You want them to win. Trev, we sit here Monday. We say hi. Catch up, it's nice. Who's ahead in the standings, Oakland or Seattle? Seattle's got the Royals, Oakland's got the Yanks. Oakland it has been losing for a while now, Trev, too. They're 14 and 16 in the last 30. They've won two yeah. of their last eight, and they've won. They've lost five in a row. I think Oakland finds a way to win a couple of these games. Uh, Yankees, um, I know they're playing good ball right now. Historically, not too hot in the Coliseum. Tough to win. Tough to go in there and just like keep that winning streak going. Like kudos to the Yankees for getting the first one, but I think yeah, Oakland ends up winning two of these games this weekend. That's my guess. So Seattle would have to you know go and sweep to get ahead of them, and I don't think that happens. So I, I think Oakland will still be up. I mean, they're not fighting Seattle. Who cares about Seattle? They got to get get in front of the Red Sox and the Yankees. Unless Seattle gets in front of them, <clears throat> they got to win these games. I think they will. Two of the next three. Okay. Okay. I don't know. Let's tie it up I know today. what your guys' answer is. Uh, yeah, but I don't think there's too much bias in our answer. I agree Oakland may win one of these games. Hell, they might split, but Mariners are playing the Royals. So then the Mariners have the Astros, so then it gets harder for the Mariners. But let's have it even out just for a day, just to say it happened. Yeah, I like that. You know, one day. Sure. Mariners, Astros, or Mariners, A's, same record. Because that, 
as an A's fan is when it really gets scary. When you check the standings and you're, you got well, I don't understand why you guys care so much about Seattle and Oakland. Like they're that's I know that they're in the same division, but I'm looking ahead. You want to talk about your socks? We're actually in the wild card. Well, you got to be the best way to track down the team in the wild card. The Red Sox is to be closest to them. That's uh, I learned that. I was talking to people are. I was talking to some of the Brewers analytics guys, and they they gave me that tidbit, so I figured I'd pass it on. Oh man, we did. We had a nice conversation with those guys. Have Sox kind of righted the ship? They they win the series against the Twins. They needed to do that. They won the series against Texas. We don't schedule shame. We schedule appreciate. They needed to do that. Um, Avaldi with well, right now they're the Angels, Jake. They're they're winning. They're beating the teams worse than them, and they're losing to the teams ahead of them. That's been their mm. August. So, that is. Those are harsh, harsh words. I said that's been their base. August. You got to get fat on the other teams, but. So I'm saying, so they have Cleveland coming up. They got to win this series. Then they have four against the Rays, and then we'll see what the Red Sox are then. Man, but the, yeah. the, I'm not trying to discredit them. You have to, you have to beat the Rangers and the Twins. Um, it would have been nice to sweep one of those two teams when everyone else is just sweeping like crazy. The teams that are hot, yeah. but it, those four games against Tampa for the Red Sox are going to be where my eyes start actually like watching again. I'll take them out of my rear view. For those four games mm. and then make up my decision then and red Sox, they've got a two-team stretch it's two-team stretch part of the season they are going cleveland tampa cleveland tampa um the rays seemingly bring it every night the best record in the american league cleveland a couple of those young arms are starting to twirl at the end of the year and they hit last series boston these like season is in the balance yeah, they're getting uh, Logan Allen, Cal Quantrill, and Eli Morgan. So Cal's been dirt, dirt lady. Dirt, dirt, dirt lady. Did you call me? Dirt, dirt lately. He said dirt. dirt I lady. meant lately. I said lady. Oh. That was the nickname of the girl I went to prom with. Come on. Hmm. They need nasty Nate. They need Tanner Houck, and they need Chris Sale. Chris motherfucking Sale to lead them to the playoffs. I think their offense is going to be there. I think they can hit the ball enough. Get I'm those personally guys. hoping it's not. Well, I'm just telling you. But Sales I agree with you. We've got to talk about Sale a little bit here. Immaculate ending. Might third immaculate ending in his career. about him later, Trev. Not going to talk about him too much. Let's talk about the Twins. Frank Viola Jr. blasting them on Twitter this morning. I always love... When like a sixty-seven-year-old dude has, he gets on the bird and just writes stuff. Let's it rip. Probably doesn't really understand. It's going to the whole world. <laughs> mm. Who who said what? Frank Viola Jr. said the Twins aren't playing real baseball. Like basically saying like they don't, they're not brought up with real baseball players, so they're not playing real baseball. Mm. Uh, but a lot of Twins people were quick to defend the fact that they won the division the last couple of years with basically the same group. So it basically was old man yelling at cloud a little bit, but you got to give him a little credit. He's a Cy Young world series champ. Yes. Got some bold on his baseball reference. I, I went to Twitter yeah. to find the tweet and uh, Frank Viola, the third retweeted it. So his son approves. Mm. Yeah. His son approves. Yeah. The twins have, I love, forgotten, I love the that. twins have forgotten what baseball is all about. Mm. Fundamentals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
They, ah. they said no more fundamentals anywhere in the game. Like, we're just going to oh. go with no fundamentals because our computers told us to do what so. What a tweet. That. Hey, but for real, though. Wait, can I read the rest of this tweet? That was the sure, first sure. sentence. There's got to be more sure. bold in here. The twins have forgotten what baseball is all about. Dot, 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 dot. Fundamentals. The belief in each other. Mm. The love of the daily grind. You don't have baseball people leading this attitude and approach. You have a losing organization. Wrong leadership equals no chance to succeed. Hmm. Does he, that, I mean, that's such a way to say something powerful by being vague and, and like nothing. It's just, it's, I mean, I don't want to bag this guy that much because look, I have respect for him. Um, but come on, dude. Like you never were on a losing team, Frank. Come on. Like everyone's trying. Sometimes it doesn't work out. Your star players out for most of the year. Sure. You have some time, some people underperforming, but guess what? That's baseball, buddy. Like you think they just ditched the fundamentals. They just don't care about the fundamentals. These guys have been playing baseball their entire freaking life. And if anyone taught the fundamentals to this young core, I was in the organization. It's all we ever freaking talked about was the fundamentals, maybe to a fault. Mm. It's all we ever did there. So, like, mm. understand that this whole core came up in the system. Kepler, um, Polanco, Sano, Buxton, all these dudes that are there came up playing fundamentally sound baseball. They're having a tough year, Frank. Don't tell me they've forgotten all about that stuff. Like, it come on, like- man. Like, be positive. Be like a be an influence. If you want them to play fundamental baseball, tell them how to play fundamental baseball. Get in that clubhouse mm. and say, this is what the pitchers need to do. Instead of just harping and, and saying shit into the fucking bird. Whoa. Dude, Trev. Frank Viola Jr., his first year in the league. The Twins went 60 and 102. His second year, they won 70 games. His third year, they're 500, 81 and 81. They finished second. His fourth season, they won 77 games. His fifth season, they won 71 games. And then yeah, his, I mean, his, then he finally was on a winning team. So I don't know. It seems like Viola doesn't know much about winning. Mm. He wasn't around it, it wasn't in the culture of winning. He won a World Series. That's what they'll always go back to. Pretty, pretty, pretty nice baseball reference page. Forty-seven wars. Cy Young in the bag. No, guys, here's the deal. We all get old. His his tweet before that one is a retweet against Robo Umps. (laughs) So, (laughs) I mean, what do we what do we really think's going on here? I just look, man, and I know I've been I've done this too. And when I do it, I freaking hate it. Like, don't be like pointing out problems, especially if it's in an organization that you've been a part of. You think there's a problem, like go and say something. Like, don't say what the problem is. Say how to fix it. Trev, genuine question: As Jimmy is lost in Frank Viola heaven, yeah. <laughs> what if you saw like, let's say the Twins infielders were getting their like hop step in a second late? And it was driving you up a wall. Like, what would your order of operations be? Would you hit up someone in the front office and be like, looks like everyone's stepping a step late. Would would you do something like that? Possibly. The first thing I would say was I would talk to somebody who's there, like with the guys, mm. like actually watching the games. I mean, how can we... 
I would say this is what I would do. If I saw something that I didn't like, that they weren't doing this, or maybe this guy was, like you said, getting ready late at the plate or defensively, mm. I would talk to more no and say, do you see this? You're watching the games every day. What do you see? Mm. And then if he says, let me look, and then he'll go down to the coaches and okay. talk about it. Like there, there is a way to get a hold yeah. of people. You know, you don't have to go straight to the manager. I don't know, man. It just, it just sometimes that pisses Jim? me. Jim, I got, he's, I got a little mad, but he's okay. the best Twitter <laughs> in the world, dude. He's the best. <laughs> it's a good Twitter account. Look at this, man. A three zero fastball must have gotten away. A breaking ball. Grow up, people. I guess garbage <laughs> can didn't work. Astros, you put yourself in this position. Live with it. Thank those who put you in this position. Oh, wait. Most have moved on. Got him. Oh, man. Stealing signs during a game used to be an art. Now it's flat-out cheating. <laughs> God help pitchers if hitters continue to get the help the Astros got. Hashtag watch your lips. <laughs> <laughs> dude, there's, hold on, hold on. There's two more. There's, there's dude. Okay. There's Astros, you cheated. Life's a bitch. You bleeped out, bitch. Hang with them, boys. Your fortunate times are what they are. I love old school players. Hashtag play by the rules. I don't know mm, whose side he's on. Who side he ended up on. I don't know either. I have no idea if he's <laughs> for or against the Astros in that tweet. Um, Man. I don't tweet much, but could anyone understand where I'm coming from? How can you have two of the so-called best teams in baseball both win 100-plus wins on the season and neither has a fourth starter? Like, clearly it worked, Frank. It won 100 games without one. <laughs> now he's just knocking 100 game-winning teams. Hey, that's good news for the Twins. If he's knocking the makeup and, and strategy of 100-win teams... Obviously, he's got something to say about you know this year's twins. Yeah, I mean, that's almost could, a parody account of old man yells at clouds. I could go on a rant. I respect a lot of the players that come from generations before, and I think everyone really should. But like, just be a help to the next generation. Don't tell them that everything they do is wrong. Like that's stupid, dude. Like, cause something that I that we did when we played in ten years, they're gonna be like, "Oh, that was dumb," and I'm not gonna sit back and be the guy that says, "You know, baseball was better in my day." It's like, let me understand what's going on in the game now, cause he doesn't clearly, he probably doesn't understand what's going on in the game now. A lot of new stuff is coming about. How are you guys not more excited about getting old and just going off the deep end? Like, I'm already in route. I don't know, man. I think we're going to have those tweets soon. Um, did anyone watch White Sox Blue Jays? Was that like a really good brand of baseball? Was that. I, I'm asking White Sox and Jays fans. I don't really know. Um, I, I, I did watch. not catch much of it. Okay. Yeah. Saw the Lynn. I saw the Lynn Manoa game a little bit. Lynn doing his thing. Um, that's two good pitchers. I like both those guys a lot. Like I think I'm falling kind of for Manoa, and and possibly this Blue Jays team next year, 2022. Mm. Full season to him, full season to Barrios. 
Like, I like those top two right there. Nate Pearson still getting his groin checked. Remember when that was a weekly update? Yeah, yeah. And we got, we, I don't want to talk too much about Robbie Ray because more about him later. Oh. Uh, but dang, they should try to resign him like now. Although he's not going to do that because he's about to get freaking paid. paid. What happened in the IL? Mm. You ready? Brought to you by Candidates. All right, my guys. Well, the Yankees went into Atlanta and they put the sweep on the Braves. Ashland, how you feeling? You got to pay a lot of debts, honey. 5-1 Yankees. 5-4 Yankees. Lost both. Won both games. What am I talking about? Yankees didn't really hit, but when they did hit, they made them count. Seven of the 13 hits are extra base hits with four bombs. Stanton put him on the on his back. Three hits, all for extra bases, because does that guy ever hit a single? Two homers. Judge had four hits with the dub piece. Austin Riley stays hot, though. Four hits with a double. Could have had another RBI. But umpires, what is you doing, baby? Freddie was safe. They would have tied the game. They probably would have won game two because in that last game, Freddie comes up. Peralta comes in after Chapman, sweating all over the place, walks the house. Peralta throws a zillion changeups in a row to get Freddie to fly out. And the Yankees get the dub piece. 11-game win streak. Now we know it's 12 for the Yanks. 10 straight series for the first time since 19. Freaking 54. How you feeling? Mm. And guess what? Clube piece on his way back. He's going to return Monday. Yankees get Urshela back. Trouble in the back of the bullpen, though. Britain might need surgery. Chapman's look like doo-doo. They need lasagna to step it up. Braves little bit of good uh, news for you. You're still leading the division. And Ion freaking Anderson coming back on Sunday. Yanks sweep the Braves. Moving on, Jim, do you like sweeps or do you like splits in these two-game series? Sweeps. You're going to like what happened here. The Rays went into Philly and so wept. My Phils. 3-1 Rays, 7-4 Rays. The Rays just did their thing like normal. They kind of hit. They pitched. Phillies didn't really hit. Franco, four hits. That's Wander, two extra base hits. Harper and Hoskins hit homers. We know now that Hoskins, season-ending surgery. Cruz, Nelson, go-ahead two-run double in the eighth inning of game one. The first game he's ever started or appeared at first base. How is that even a real thing? Uh, Francisco Mejia with the go-ahead three-run homer in the ninth of game two after Girardi leaves Wheeler in to start the ninth in a 4-4 game. That's what the Rays do. Francisco Mejia with the go-ahead three-run homer in the ninth. Choi placed on the 10-day IL. Fairbanks fire eyes and feel good after rehab appearances. The Rays get the sweep. Jimmy, not going to like this one. Last series in the interleague, Tigers go into St. Louis and they split. 4-3 Tigers, then 3-2 Cardinals in extras in the second one. I'll start off with saying it. Flaherty came out. He was hurt out of the game. He's on the IL now. I'm very sad. Tigers starting pitchers did the damn thing. Pitched to a 1-8 over the two-game series. Cabrera, scope, three hits with two extra base hits apiece. And seven Tigers recorded multiple hits. I like that. 
Goldie doing his thing. He had two hits. They were both homers. That's how you get that slug piece up. Tommy Edmond, three hits, and no other Cardinal records multiple hits. Casey Mize, is he good? Yeah. Because I got a bunch of his rookie cards. Like, be good, Casey. Five shutout innings for the win in game one, and then our guy in game two, Lars, the Newt Bar, walk-off single in the 10th inning of game two. Ollie Linton, my friend, is his agent. Gotta love that. That was after the Tigers tied it in the ninth. We already talked about Flaherty. Haas is expected to return Friday, and Boyd for the Tigers, expected to return on Sunday. Tigers, Cardinals, split the series, and that, my friends, is what happened in the IL. Casey Mize good? Um, Yeah, for his second year. Like, you know, made strides. She really doesn't go deep in the games right now that much. So I don't know if they're on a pitch limit with him or they pull him early or what, but uh, he was going 90 pitches, 100 at the start of the year. Now he only goes like 80. He's got a 3.55 ERA. So, yes, he's having a good season, especially I think it's his like first. That. He broke out. La- he debuted last year, but that was a pretty fake situation, so. Leads the league in. I guess we can keep it. Leads there. the league in. Hit by pitches. Ooh, he's let it ride, people. Casey. I, I think he walks too many people. Too. War damn, baby. Hmm. Auburn. Mm. Speaking of Ashland. Thirty-eight walks in twenty-four games. Yeah. All right, Lars Newbar. Is he a thing? Let me look up this great name. Stats. Lars Newt. Great Barn. name. It's like one of those names. It's a we. It's like a weird name, but you know how to say it. You know how to pronounce it when you see it. Yeah, that's his, always nice. I think his uncle was someone famous. El Segundo guy. Oh, he's an LA boy. Oh, now I love him. Oh, he's an SC guy. I got a new player. We got a new player. Seven seventy-five OPS. He's twenty-three years old. All right, I'm digging you. Great grandson of Herbert Newtbar. Mm. He's a. What was her, What was Herbert's deal? Super rich dude from Chicago, basically, mm. you know, very involved in Pepperdine University. My friend got married there. Yeah, he's a good dude. Lived till he was um, 108 years whoa. old. Oh my god! I am for sure living till 108. I've already decided. That's cool, man. Yeah. My goal uh, is 110. Jeez. I don't know about all that. What year would that put you at? Were you born in 87? 86. 86? Yeah. BBD? Uh, 2090? If you're going to live that long, just live until 3000, dude. No, Jim. That's no. That I would live to 2100, maybe. Well, that's what three, I'm saying. Three bills would yeah, be a big one. Three pills be a lot. Dude, my nana. Um like getting to two thousand was like a big deal for like people of that age range. That's pretty pretty wild. We won't be able to get to three thousand. I don't think we're getting three. Can, can I ask you guys yes. a question? Yeah. Um didn't we just have like the twentieth thousand player in major league history? 25th or something like that, yeah. I think 20,000 just hit, yeah. Was 20,000 this year? Or last I year, I don't know. Year. Lars Newtbar debuted this year. 
Yeah. Um, on June twenty second. Yep. He's the twenty second thousand four hundred and thirtieth player. How did that happen? A lot of guys making debuts. It, it was. Was that no? This is a serious question. Was that a Negro Leagues edition? Oh, that could have been as well. Yes, because this doesn't seem. Yes, like, doesn't because it was twenty k this year, and then they added some of the Negro League stuff. So yes, because it changed because uh, cool. it was it was the Mariners like backup catcher that got it, and then I think it reworked back to somebody else. I forget. Oh, funny. All this math is making my math pod. head hurt. Still, so. still can't put them all in. Uh, you can still fit them all in one stadium, so that's always cool. I like that thought process. Mm. Anyway, Yankees beat the Braves. Freddie was safe at home. Replay gets it wrong. Tough break. Yankees are on Great a crazy roll, getting a lot of calls. Um, Chapman fixed himself already last night against Oakland, so don't even worry, Trev. Oh. Did he give up a homer to fix himself again this time? No, I wish he did. He... um. He didn't throw a single slider last night. And That's all he threw the other night. Because his fastball has no accuracy to it, and he was just, in, instead of trying to find accuracy, he was like, well, I'm just going to throw my slider. And then it, that sucks too. So I, I at least appreciate, this is very much talking Yanks, I appreciate that last night he went with a completely different strategy. Like, he wasn't like, well, I'll just do what I've been doing. Fastball was so yeah. wild last night. He He came through, but... He threw like two secondary pitches and they were the split fingers. So don't worry about Chapman. Um, I mean, why was he sweating so much though, Jim? That's Chapman. That's normal. That's how that's very normal. If he's not sweating, it's like really concerning. Uh okay. when he's in the trop or an inside stadium and there's no drip from his chin. That's why he wears turtlenecks. He likes working hot. But yeah, that yep. amount of sweat is status quo for Chappie. Okay, shoot. Yeah, it's wild. He looks like that the key and peel gif. <laughs> he does. He really he really does. He really He has does. to rosin his hat so it stops dripping in his eyes. Yeah, it was a lot. I was concerned about him, but now I'm not. Um, Changed his posture. Brave's still in a good spot. You know, Brave's still in a good spot. As Ashlyn put out there on her tweet, they lost two games, had an off day, and still gained the game in the standings. Awesome. Awesome. Let's go, let's, please. Step it up. Let's get into the individual awards. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Individual awards. Awards. Yeah, individual right. awards are brought to you by the Chris Rose Rotation. Go check them out, especially new full-blown friend, Stephen Brault. Um, he is one of Chris's co-hosts, Trevor May, Lucas Giolito, Tyler Glass now, and Archie. Bradley, some of the guests they've had. Maybe you've heard of Max Scherzer. How about Nick Castellanos? How about Zach Gallen? We met his dad the other day. Liam Hendricks, Jazz Chisholm, Blake Snell, so many more. There's new episodes Mondays and Thursdays. Find it on the JM Baseball YouTube channel or wherever you listen to podcasts. And the big thing, the first thing I said when I came into the office today about our trip Steven Brault, hot. Mm. He comes off more cute, I think, on the Chris Rose rotation. You know, he's got he's got the nice voice, and he's kind of bops around, and he's very friendly. In person, you see the tats. You see the little bit of the flow, nice facial hair. Brault, 
hot. Is that your award? No. That was an ad read. Ad read. Oh. I get to give uh, my award. I get to give my standout do it. first. Can I just say this about Brault? He's a freaking musician and a major league baseball player. Don't bring your girl around mm. the guy. He's tatted up too. He's taller than I thought, and he and, and he's we were tall. Sh- Jesus, he, we were shorter than he thought. Probably packing. Mm-hmm. So it all worked out. He was on the field level and where you guys are sitting it down us. a little. Still true, but oh, yeah. perspectives were yeah. not favorable. Yeah. My standout performance is going to Blake Snell. Oh. Now we talked about the mm. Padres being terrible and all of this. Uh, for a lot of reasons, Blake Snell's outing the other night is going to get completely lost in the shuffle. Uh, went 16 innings before it went extras. He did pitch deep into the eighth inning of a shutout. He gives up a home run in the eighth inning. Uh, so he leaves the game tied, but 7.2 innings pitched, one earned run, 10 Ks, three hits, zero walks. I mean, if the Padres can score a couple runs, uh, if it, they win in extras, you know, or if they score a couple runs, you're talking about how Snell just went so deep into a game, only allowed one, struck out 10, didn't walk a single batter. It's my favorite stat of the line for Snell and helped out the whole bullpen reset. Mm. And we're, th- we're talking about how amazing of an outing that is. But because he gave up the tying home run and then it went 16 innings and the bullpen didn't get reset, he did, that little accolade isn't going to get tossed around. But he's having a really good month of August. What's plagued Snell is every month he has one game where he gives up seven earned runs, it seems. Um, but he's had a, a good month of August so far. I think five starts. So I'm giving Snell the award because he hasn't had a lot of outings of like ace-like stuff like that, and that would have been a very, very big one against a very good team, and it all goes uh, unnoticed because of the way it went down after he came out of the game. Snell, you're my standout performer. Love Snell. Who you got, Jake? Ooh. Uh, Snell was probably my favorite Chris Rose rotation episode. Um, My standout performance... Trev, you know, you're always giving the coaches love. I got to give the players a little love because they do it on the field. I am going out to the San Francisco treat, a guy we've talked about a little bit, and I think Trev Trev had to walk it back a little bit. Brandon Belt had a two-donger mm. day at the stadium, four for five. You know, we often look at this Giants team and how do they do it? Wow, Posey's still got it. And, you know, there's some different guys in their lineup that they play baseball the right way. Brandon Belt's last two years, which, you know, last year that used to be a little bit of a cop-out because it was a short season. If you combine Brandon Belt's this year and last year, 123 games, how's your 944 OPS? 152 OPS plus. Brandon Belt. 157 homers in the show. If you look at his year by year, this guy is an underrated ball player, man. 123 career OPS plus. And, man, if you're a right-handed pitcher in the playoffs and belts at the plate, that's not a dude you want to see, man. Uh, So, Brandon Belt, a little bit of a lifetime career achievement, but he also put up a big day at the office. Um, You know, when you talk about premier First baseman around the league. I I don't think Belt's name gets brought up a lot, but he's solid on defense. 
swings the big stick. And uh, Trev, lifetime earnings? A lot. 70 or 80. Jimmer? Uh, really? God, it's it's more him? than that, isn't it? I have no idea. I, I would have guessed they signed him for a long time. He's been with the Giants for 11 years. Ooh. So he, he, he mapped out his ARB, and then he signed like a four-year deal for, let's say, 10 each. That's 40. I'll say 75. I'm going high. I'm going 85. 86-9 for Brandon mm, yeah. Belt. And he's going to be a free agent this year, and he's currently got a oh. 896 OPS. Which, by the way, look around baseball right now. 896 is a legit OPS. So uh, Brandon Belt. The baby giraffe. Belt played, oh, in, Belt played in a couple other stadiums. Uh, his first couple years, he probably doubles his money. He's one of the biggest when we looked at all of his fly ball outs and doubles and triples at home throughout his career. And if you overlay them in other stadiums that have a shorter right field porch, like, didn't we do yeah. that, Jake? It was like it was a couple five per season. More homers. It was like four or five. It was yeah. like five. I think it was five a season. But, I mean, you're talking about 11 years right. now. That's 50 extra home runs to his name. He'd be at 200 career home runs at this point. Well, he's almost as rich as John Boy now. Ooh. So keep going, Robbie. Or keep going, Brandon. Brandon Robbie. Speaking of Robbies. <laughs> Trev, who's your standout? My standout performance is our guy, Robbie. Oh. Mother freaking Ray. You want to know what he did, guys? What'd he do? Only seven innings pitched, one Ernie, 14 Ks, one walk. Now, he, we've been knowing he's been able to strike people out before. Like, he can strike people out, but he's walked a lot of people in his career to a point where he's had, he has uh, over a four walks per nine coming into this year. This year, he's figured it out. 2.2. Robo Trev. Walks per nine. Wow. Oh, I knew it was wow. coming. Damn, dude. And I, reminder, a couple eps ago gave Robbie Ray an award because he does have a low-key, very impressive career. And Trevor's probably going to highlight the same things I said the other day, but just be nice to him. A nice guy, handsome, my friend. I knew that was coming. I was just about to say, as soon as I get this award out, I got to go. Okay. Um, let me get back to Robbie Ray. 2.2 walks per nine right now. He's leading the league in strikeouts with 192. Jim, here's a stat that you love. Out of the 25 yes. games he started, only six times has he not gone six or more innings. I do love that. And when you're a strikeout guy, that's a lot of pitches. Like, he's thrown a lot for them. He's been a workhorse this year. He's a free agent, I believe. Go get you some money, Robbie Ray. You're doing your thing. And, oh, yeah, Jake, what I brought up to you before the show, Yes. Chris Sale currently has the all-time record for strikeouts per nine with, uh, from starting pitchers at 11.1 per nine. We don't know how long you have to pitch to qualify for that. All I know is Chris Sale has gold on his baseball reference page. Well, Robbie Ray, who's played eight years in the show, is averaging 
to right above Chris Sale on the strikeout mark. So snaps for Robbie Ray. Tight pants, baby. It fixed everything. I uh, Someone will have to correct me on this stat. I thought Eno had it, but I just rolled his Twitter and couldn't find it. I think 11 of the of the strikeouts were swinging on pitches outside of the zone, um, which is just a little demonstration of how gross, how gross is your gross? Uh, Robbie's is up there. There it is. Chad, am I okay? Am I clicking again? Fuck. Good awards. Good awards. I got to go Good anyway. Awards. Slump watch. Yeah. Go for it, boys. Slump watch. Slump watch. We have five guys on Slump Watch. Looks like we did not fix too many of them, which oh, is no. upsetting. A little disappointing in our abilities. Uh, and we have five potential new ones coming. BBD? Who might we be adding? Five potential add-ons. Leading off with a friend, Trevor Story, 0 for 9 with a walk in 2Ks. J.D. Martinez, an 0 for 18 slide with a walk in 6Ks. That includes a Rangers makeup game from this week. Um, Jake Cronenworth, 0 for 11 with four walks. Three of them intentional, I assume, just creating forces and stuff. Uh, Anthony Rizzo, our guy, 0 for 9, 4Ks. Going back a little bit, he's in a 1 for 14 stretch. And, uh, and Joey Votto, who is, like, the hottest guy in the league for, like, months. Uh, 1 for 10 with an RBI, five walks, five Ks, and a walk. I got a, I got a lot of easy decisions. Jim, I'm I'm gonna let you roll, Big Poppy. Oh, I'm roboty now. I'm roboty now. Oh no. Yes, I Double was hoping bots? you would. Uh, yes. Okay, then I won't let you roll, Jim. Uh, Rafael Devers was on last week's slump watch. He's the clear off. Five for seventeen, homer, two doubles, RBI. He's making him count. Rafa. Good job, you sexy man. Everything else, Jim, I don't know. Am I still here? I've got you. Same I don't stuff. know what I don't know what Trevor does to avoid this. Good? I think you're good. Run it. Uh okay. This is so easy for me. Trevor's story, I think, got banged up or hurt, so he's definitely not going on slump watch. I hope he feels better. Uh JD Martinez, I don't want to fix, so he's not going on slump watch. Anthony Rizzo, I want to fix, so he's going on slump watch. All of the Padres are getting lumped together just as the Padres. Ah, perfect. Perfect. Works, right? Yeah, in on that. Okay. So congrats to Devers, and congrats to Michael Brantley. They're off. We had Machado on there. We had Tatis on there. I mean, they, they, they went on there for, like, Fam and Cronenworth and all these people. So. Man. Yeah. We can keep Muncie on there. Yeah, let's keep Max on there because he was actually, wasn't he a popular conversation piece? Because wasn't there an article that said, like, he's not as sexy as Tatis or something like that? And it's like, well, that's wrong. Yeah. I think you were the one that's saying he's sexy. Yes. Max Muncie, the Padres, Rizzo, Votto. And we have room. I can put JD just to be nice, but I mean, I really, I'm like in playoff mode, right? Like, so I, I'm really hoping the Red Sox just lose. You don't want to spark them, but it's fair. 
That's fair. Got to be nice. Like for JD. 18, JD. Yeah, you're welcome. What the H? Help you out. Is Trevor back? I thought he said he was leaving. Well, he had to leave to because uh, Slumpwatch was coming. Slumpwatch. Oh, okay. All right. Well, and there he just we go. walked away again. But we did it. We're good. Slump watch is over. Let's talk about the good hitters. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Jim, how is that robot feeling? What mm. is you doing? <laughs> I don't know. I just refresh. Is that all you have to do? Yeah, but doesn't it make you feel bad? Yeah, well, it sucks because the chat's on like a two-minute delay or like a yeah, minute delay. So you don't know for sure when you're back so you, it's done. So the chat starts saying, yeah, when I come back, I still have people saying, stop talking, stop talking. I'm like, I think this is delayed chat. Not new yeah. chat. So that's the confusing part. In Fuego. Dirt nasties on Fuego. Fuego. That means I'm on fire, baby. Like Waco. Anthony Santander. Goes seven for 14 with two homers and three doubles, Jake. Mm. Them Orioles. They're mm. a bunch of hitters. That's what they say. Hunter Renfro. Five for 14 with three bombs. Good job, Hunter. Brandon Marsh, 7 for 13, home run, looking pretty, combing his hair. Andy Abanez, is that uh, Raul's son? Andy. I don't I don't think I know who Andy Abanez is. Who is that? Not in your book. Uh, not related to uh, Raul. It looks like he's Cuban. Cuban. Oh, Having yeah. a solid year. Good job, Andy. Ian Happ, hottest of all hot. Yu Chang, four mm. for eight with two homers and two doubles. Nate Lowe, eight for 17 with a homer. Double, four RBIs. And Witt Merrifield goes five for 14 with a homer, a triple, two doubles. Mm. Wow. So no singles? No, mm. one single. Hit for the cycle. Seven RBIs. Good job. Witt. Witt Merrifield. Witt. Witt Merrifield. What part of the country is it that says the quit? I think wow. that's like the South, like Georgia South. I quit. Georgia South. I knew it was the South, but I didn't know if it was like Western. So. Maybe Carolinas. I don't know. Why? Quit. Yeah, that's like a deep South. I think it's like Georgia Savannah area. Yeah, like Alabama. No, yeah, maybe more Georgia. It reminds me of like, um, where do they have the the hearing at in my cousin Vinny. That's Alabama. Bama. Yeah, that's Alabama. You yeah. probably get some wits down there. Yeah. Hey, you regular on the wall. Awesome. Oh, what happened? Uh, the Astros have signed Marwin Gonzalez to a minor league deal. Wow. Old flames. Cool. Hmm. Old postseason hero Marwin. What is everyone bored today in MLB? Board day. Why are, we, why, why are we getting moves? Is this the last day you have to have your roster set by September 1? Definitely got to be something about saving money or something. There's some stipulation that there's, like, moves being made today. Yes. To I don't know. 27th, so to get them on for September 1st or something like that, probably. Yeah. I'd see a flurry of them until September 1 when they have to be set. Quit. Uh, my award is um, it's a mean award. Oh no! Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's like I took a straw poll award. You took a straw poll award. Well, I mean, I 
votes. I took a straw poll award. Okay. You would say I as well. Okay. Yeah. It goes to uh, Zach Wheeler. Mm. You know, Coach Yost had a really good shot for the Hall of Fame. Then they said, Coach, I took a straw poll. You just lost yourself the Hall of Fame. Wheeler was a heavy candidate for Cy Young. Three starts later. I don't think he's in the conversation. Wow. That's a tough break for Zach Wheeler and the Phillies. It's a good break for Walker Bueller. And the other, who's the other one? There's Wheeler, Bueller. Corbin Burns? Burns, yeah. Wheeler's taking himself out of the running. I think he's given up five, three starts in a row, five or more, three starts in a row. Hmm. So, not great. That was Jake. That was Trev's guy. Well, what do you mean? You chose him. No, I have Walker and Jake has Corbin. Are you Wheeler? No, Trev was Wheeler. I have this. There's a Google Doc, Jim. Go check it out. Wow. You were Wheeler. I got Walker Bueller plus 1500 as my preseason pick. Wow. Oh, Th- talking about two different conversations. Yeah. Talking about the the episode when we did like three weeks ago. We did awards. And what did I say about Wheeler? You were all you over were pushing Wheeler. for Wheeler to be part of the conversation. Yeah, part of and the conversation. So. And he had then he had three doo doo starts. What, mm. what came what, down to the last second. All three of you had a different guy you wanted. I forget who was who. I think Jake was Walker Bueller that day because uh, it did come down to me at the end. So it, it did. We, it was genuine. P- pointing fingers and everyone just got stuck with a guy, so everyone would win. So, Trev uh, lost. Walker's been Tough. my guy the whole t- whole year, Jim. Oh, he's my guy. In fact, I can bring your guys up if you want, but let's move on. All right, that was my award. Sorry, I don't know if I'm gonna snap for that award because that's a mean award, but mm. it is a mean award. But I it's love remembering the Titans, award. and it's always nice when I can get to remember the Titans quote into the show. Yeah, it's true. Jimmy, your pitcher uh, was that so funny. to lead I took a straw ball. Be the AL and wins. What's that? Your prediction. Trev, I'm is not that talking about a completely that. different about, conversation. Talking about the Cy Young conversation we had three weeks ago. Yeah, don't remember. You were, you were Wheeler. Clearly. Great job by both of you. Um, a lot of irrelevant conversation. Um, I. Let's tweet at Frank Viola, see what he thinks. <laughs> Frank, I would love to see his year end awards. <laughs> Who threw the most pitches? Um, I'm giving away, I'm giving the castaway award. Um, you guys know I usually like to take us on a little artistic journey, but this player took us on the artistic journey. Uh, you probably remember his preseason hype video that featured Poppy Gordo. I'm giving it to Alex Bregman. Breggy Smalls is back. He... Uh, pulled a fast one on the internet. It had been a while since he was back, so he posted a video or a picture showing that he was back, but he looked like he was cast away. He had long, scruffy hair. He had a big beard. It was like, whoa, Bregman went went off the deep end. It was a joke. Uh, he showed up, and he was kind of clean Alex Bregman look. But, man, the American League... We've been talking a lot about our Yanks because they've been hot, hot, hot. Love that. The White Sox, we're kind of over it because they already ran away. We haven't talked much Strohs in a little bit. Um, 
And they've just casually been winning the AL West. Trev also had that on his preseason bets, which we're not talking about at all. And, man, Alex Bregman, talk about stat pages. Go check out that stat page. He is back. He's been out a little while for the Strohs. Uh, The bad man is back. And uh, I think we're going to – I think our Houston talk died down for a little bit. I wouldn't be shocked if Houston turns it back up in September and we're talking about how scary that team is. Okay. I like it. Thanks for the snaps. Did he, did he do anything? Uh, he scored the game-winning run. Oh, yeah. So that's impactful. So that picture was fake. That's, that's... The picture was fake. Kind of disappointing. The picture was fake. He, he, uh, he kind of got the people. We all thought it was real. I did. He looked like Aragorn a little bit. That's Scored a the game winning from me. He was the he was the ghost runner. That's fine. Yeah. Play the game. Does that count as a run scored? Why wouldn't it? As you're only it the ghost. You're only the ghost runner if you get out. I believe it does count offensively as a run scored in your stats. It doesn't count as an earned run for the pitcher because didn't earn that. Should count if, like, you're a pinch runner, I guess, because then you're being put in to score a run. But if, if you're just on second because you got out last, you shouldn't be rewarded a run because you got out. In the book, a run scored, so it has to be documented. But what if you're some, right, it shouldn't be What if there's positive. two runners on base and the runner ahead of you gets picked off and that ends the inning, so you got on base, but now you're the ghost runner? Mm. What? It's just simple baseball stuff. Keep up, Jim. Trev, what's your award? That's not who the ghost runner would be in that scenario. Because the batter didn't get out. So there's runners on first and second. Oh. Oh, oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, Welcome to baseball. Trevor, your award. Uh, I, my friends, yes. I'm giving the Gabe Kapler Award. Mm. No funny name for this one. This is straightforward. Am I giving it to him because he is leading the Giants to an 83-44 and 44 record, the best record in the big leagues? No. Am I giving it to him because he's built like a Greek statue? No. What I am giving him an award for is this tweet, this quote that he gave out, a tweet by Brian Murphy, don't know what he does, Gabe Kapler continues to fascinate. Believe that, buddy. He told us hip-hop lyrics will course through his brain during games, and when Webb and Montez dueled it out last Saturday, he thought of the digital underground song Freaks of the Industries line with a jab and a stick, I'm going lick for lick. Mm. Gabe Kapler then went on to say the next day that that's what happens. He's During the game, he'll... Think about hip-hop songs and lyrics come to his mind about like what's going on in the game. So when you see chiseled, tan, Gabe Kapler on the dugout steps watching the game, just know some Tupac might be playing in his head, some Kendrick. Why do I say those two guys? Because he released his bracket, his hip-hop bracket. Do you want to know the final four? Made it. It was Pac versus Biggie and M versus Nas. He went with Pac. And Eminem, with Tupac being the winter, the winner of his hip hop bracket, Gabe Kapler, he is fascinating. Congrats on your award. 
Kind of creeps me out. <laughs> you would love him. Not I've I've liked a lot of guys we've met. I'm just saying. His whole being is he fits he's well. Unique. In San he's yeah. unique. He's a beautiful mind. Yes. Yes. What's who's oh, the best yeah. friend of the week? Beavers. Best friend of the week pulling up the stats. I know it's Ian Happ. Uh it's his third time winning it. He went five round with a homer, two doubles, three RBIs, and a walk this week. Good work, Ian Happ. And he hung out with us. Nice. We'll have to do the stimulation simulation on Monday because I have to get going, and I'm going to have to leave you guys to bring this one home. If you want to do elevator talk, I I cannot miss this meeting because I missed it last week on them. Quick elevator. Love you guys. Goodbye. Hi, Jimmy. All right, let's start the pod, Trev. Finally, holy! I'm ready to hit the live stream button. Oh, welcome, with you guys to, welcome to the Colgate Comedy <laughs> Hour. Who should we talk about? The boss is away. The mice will play. We'll have sex. What, um, Trev? I'll let you pick the team. What's the team you want to talk about? Who do the people need to know about today? All right, I'm looking through the league. I'm looking yes. through tick, the tick, league. Tick, I'm tick, looking tick, through tick, the tick, league. Tick, 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 tick. Okay, okay, tick, okay, okay, tick. okay. I need to talk about the Red Sox. Okay, get it going, Trev. I do. I just feel. I just feel like I don't. I don't know what their team identity is. Okay. Are they a team that rakes? Mm. Are they a team that has starting pitching? Are they a team? I know they're not a team with a bullpen. Mm. Right? Am I wrong? Their what bullpen. Their bullpen was really good. I, I'm. I'm guessing they've come back to earth a little bit. I mean, I I guess that's my thing. This team is supposed to be built on hitting. My guy Bobby Dahlback had a big game the other day, two homers. Um, for me, it's Bogart, Bogat, Bogat, Devas, JD has been in a slump. You missed that, Trev. He was on slump watch. Um, mm-hmm. Man, Kike Verdugo, like, when you play the Boston Red Sox, you should be in fear of your starting pitcher having a bad day at the office. Um, and I don't know if that's been the case, at least against the good teams, for a little bit. So, I don't know. They, they've half-handled got, their business lately, except the Yankee series. I got to take it back. Their bullpen, I guess, is a little bit of recency bias. I saw some, some blown-up saves. Matt Barnes not looking too hot. Uh, but collectively, throughout the year, it looks like they put up decent numbers. And they got three starters right now that I like. I like that. Tanner Hout come up and doing the thing. Evaldi twirling that bird up there and Chris Sale doing his thing. And they do hit a little bit. So this is still a dangerous team, even though I don't I don't see them as that. Man, they're they're one through six. And I guess seven. Uh Renfro's been having a nice year if he's there. But man, Kike, Schwarber, Xander, Devers, JD Verdugo, that should be a gauntlet for any starting pitcher to go through. And a little shout-out, uh, Mr. Bloom. Give him some time. Dude, mm. Kike Hernandez is one of the best free agent signings of this offseason. He got four and a half war. Damn, I didn't know that. Are you scared of the Red Sox in a wild card game? Yes. Jake sucks. Jake sucks. They're the Red Sox. One game. Devers. 
big freaking party tonight. Let's go. Matt Staff? Time to get started. She dreams. Thanks, everybody. Have a good weekend.